Hello everyone, and welcome back to the third episode of the Light Bean Podcast. I would just like to give a thank you to everyone who's checked out the first two episodes. It really means a lot to me, and honestly, more people have listened than I thought would listen, which is kind of surprising, but awesome at the same time. So thank you so much. Um, Today's episode, I'm going to cover a few different topics, mostly about um, the self and how... I've some lessons that I've learned about navigating my journey and if there's anything that other people might be able to take away from this that could help them um, then that's great and I hope you enjoy thank you for listening so I know at this time a lot of people are really struggling right now Um, there's a lot of challenges coming up in our lives and you know Obviously, not everyone is struggling, but there are a lot of challenges that were that are coming up, and um, you know, it's making us question a lot about why we make the choices we do and how we can kind of navigate through these challenging energies. So, something I'd like to start off with is kind of talking about the idea of separating ourselves from our identities and attachments. So. I don't know, for me personally, I I didn't really realize I was doing this, um, but I know a lot of people do this as well, where we might um, create our self-worth around how we can help others or, um, you know, our achievements or, or even our belief systems, which I kind of touched on um, in previous episodes. Um but running from the emotional difficulties won't fix the problems. It only prolongs the feelings until it kind of piles up and then we're forced to feel and face it. It's really important to understand how our energy affects us and those around us because we are energetic beings and what we put out gets, you know, uh, put back in. So something I kind of was, I've heard of before, but I was kind of dabbling in into learning more about because it fascinated me is the 12 universal laws and I'm still learning about it but I'm just going to kind of run through the list um, because I found it really fascinating and it kind of gave me some answers um, so the first one is the the law of divine oneness we're all connected and to understand this law is to be more compassionate towards others we all have the same ability to make mistakes and the same ability to achieve greatness so it's in in a way no one is better than anyone you know whether someone is really accomplished or financially well off or whatever um you know everyone is on their own journey so it's easy to compare ourselves like oh this person has so much and and I don't and they're just better than I am which is not true because Maybe that person doesn't show it, but they also have challenges as well. Everyone has their own struggles. Um, Number two, the law of vibration. Everything is in constant motion, and the people we meet and the objects we hold are all vibrating at at their own frequency, and we must match the energy of the things we desire in order to obtain them. So that's something I kind of learned um, when I had my first experience with psychedelics, and... I tried mushrooms for the first time and I just kind of, I don't know, I was thinking of talking about this as well, kind of 
what it means to me to be connected uh, and feel really grounded to source kind of or just channeling through my creative energy and what that's like for me because it can be similar for a lot of people but it can also be different um but for me it just when I'm feeling really grounded and connected I'm my mind's not racing I don't have any distractions and I can kind of just see what comes up so sometimes that happens when I'm just kind of walking and you know my my body is occupied but my mind is free to wander or if I'm driving (laughs) sorry there's a cat fight going on in the background guys are just playing um but yeah oh sorry (laughs) um okay guys this isn't fight club can you please can you please move along please take it into another room anyway sorry I got distracted but yeah as I was saying um sometimes when there's no distractions and I'm either journaling or kind of just in a meditative state of mind things will just kind of come through and I have through learning the awareness practicing awareness around my thoughts has really helped me with this as well because then you're really able to discern what is you know a thought you're having and whether or not you want to attach to that so I'll get into that a little bit later as well about um, how we can kind of practice differentiating between what is um, a thought we're having and just observing it and what's something that is like a channeled message that's like information that you resonate that is true. You know, it just something that is true to you, like the sky is blue and there are white clouds, you know, something where you're like, yeah, I that resonates with me as truth like I don't know what else would be true because that is my perception um and you know maybe someone who's colorblind would see it differently and that's okay because that's just what their perception is but uh when when you kind of practice that and practice bringing in that inner stillness you're almost able to discern what's kind of information being given to you from source which I don't know I'm still kind of navigating through that and it doesn't happen all the time I can't force it to happen you know if I want to have this connection it will happen when it's meant to happen and sometimes when the message is done that's it I can't force more to come out you know but back to the law of vibration I was going to say when I had a first experience with psychedelics and it was like this it's almost like a thought like a voice in your head where you're like okay like this is coming through as a thought but I don't know how I know this information but I just believe it to be true and maybe that makes me sound crazy but maybe you've had an experience similar and and you know what I'm talking about but I'm just saying you know I didn't know this information and then this information was kind of given to me through a thought like way and then through other research time and experience and listening to other people share their stories, I found how much it resonated to be true beyond that. So everything is vibration. Like learning about quantum physics for me was such just so mind opening and fascinating. And I mean, if you told me that I would be into quantum physics as just a passion or a hobby like I would have just been like okay nerd like what are you talking about but it really just makes a lot of sense 
um, because we, we live in an energetic universe and everything is vibration. So whether it's a lower vibrational thing that's very dense, like a rock or, you know, even an emotion like anger or fear, that's a very dense, you know, slow moving, low vibration. And if, if this is fascinating to you, I highly recommend that you kind of do your own research into this and kind of explore more because um, the information is out there if you're interested. But uh, as opposed to higher vibrations, things that move a lot faster, things that you can't see, or, you know, just the feeling of love and joy, or, you know, when you're kind to someone else, that that good, rever- it's like a ver- reverberation, you know, when you drop a, a rock into the water and it ripples outward. Everything has a cause and effect. Or even just, you know, I'm not an expert on this by any means, but I hope I'm, <laughs> I hope I'm making the point that um, I want to come across because it's just very fascinating. And even though I understand it, I might not be the best at uh, explaining it. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. So number three, the law of correspondence. Our lives are created by our daily subconscious patterns. In order to change, we must first identify the thoughts and habits that are holding us back. So... I'll get into that a little bit later as well. But like I was saying, um, our subconscious is like the part of the mind that controls, you know, how our hair grows and our fingernails and our bodies, you know, producing sweat and all that kind of thing where it doesn't take conscious thought to happen. It just happens. So there's a part of our mind that is fully aware of, you know, what's going on, but we don't, we're, it's, it's, it's under the surface, if, if that makes sense. And number four, the law of attraction. Uh, to put it simply, focus on the things you want and not the things you do not want. And truly believe that you are capable of having what you want and the universe will present it to you. And that's the key right there, is that you really, your beliefs are everything. Your beliefs create your reality. So if you believe that you're not worthy because you're not as good as someone else, you know, that belief that you don't deserve it, you're putting that out into the universe that you don't deserve it or that you, you know, you're searching for something that's going to be the key that's going to move you forward rather than just believing that it can happen and then just kind of taking action towards that. Uh, Which brings us to law number five, uh, the law of inspired action. Listen to your inner guidance as stated above. Um, the law of attraction will present to you with endless opportunities, but it's up to you to take the necessary steps to actually attain what you've asked for. So, you know, you might say, I really want a new job and I'm manifesting this for myself and I believe that it's going to happen. But then you just sit at home and you play video games all day and you just sit on your phone and you're not, you don't update your resume. You don't send it out. You don't look at jobs online. Like it's not just going to fall into your lap. And that's where kind of the the law of attraction comes into combining with the law of inspired action. So you have this, you know, this idea of what you want to bring into your reality and then you have to take action and then the universe will meet you in the middle where it sees that you're putting in the work. You have to, it's almost like you're putting yourself, uh, it, it's like when people say dress for the job you want, not the job you have. You are putting that vibration out here of like, um, you know, I want to be the supervisor one day. So instead of just, 
you know, leaving work early, doing the bare minimum. I want to show up and be a team leader and inspire other people to, you know, do their best, not necessarily go above and beyond, but just kind of show up in that way. So you're bringing your, you're almost putting your vibration out there of, of what you want before you actually have it in the, in your physical reality. And then when it comes into your reality, it's because you became like an energetic match to that and it became aligned to you, if that makes sense. Um, so law number six, the law of perpetual transmission of energy, transmission of energy, however you want to say it. Situations that occur that give low vibrational frequencies and bring on emotions such as anger and sadness, both which are valid emotions and should be felt in their entirety. However, there are, uh, comes a time when you need to tap into your power and get yourself back to a positive frequency. So, you know, low vibration or high vibration or good and bad, it's it's not like, oh, we should avoid all negative energy, like, oh, vi- low vibration is bad, whatever, whatever. Like, obviously, you know, feeling a low vibrational feeling like anger or sadness or frustration or guilt or jealousy like all those things they don't feel good when you feel that you're just like ugh, I wish I didn't feel like this or when you're in it you're just you almost forget that there's more than just that feeling because it can be really intense but um yeah you have the power to to control that as well and there's always something to be learned from experiencing that so there's your whatever you're experiencing it's for a reason and sometimes it takes a while to kind of figure out what that might be but if you sit with it and kind of process you know where it might be coming from or um you know in your own situation it could give you the sense of reflection to kind of see like what is that trying to teach you to kind of transmute through it Uh, So next we have law number seven, the law of cause and effect, also known as law of karma, possibly the most straightforward law, what whatever you give in this life, good or bad, you will get in return. So, you know, if you're the kind of person who's going to like honk and, you know, cut people off and in traffic and whatever, you're just going to find yourself almost with more things to be frustrated about, like you're putting that vibration out there that you are like responding negatively or not even negatively but just in a very reactive way and especially if you're you know potentially pissing people off you're gonna get that energy reflected back to you so if if you're you know if you let someone in in front of you and uh I don't know I'm just using traffic as an example because I often really think about this stuff when I'm driving I guess but um I don't know, like, what you get out, what you give out comes back to you, you know, if you hold the door for someone, or, um, you give someone some money for lunch, or whatever, you know, um, that will come back to you, same as, you know, if you put out something more negative. So, moving on to law number eight, the law of compensation, your efforts will never go unnoticed, trust the universe wants to reward you, and be open to its limitless forms of compensation, so there could be things that can be gifted to you that you would never even imagine could be something that could be brought into your reality and sometimes you just have to have faith and believe in miracles that good things will just you know good things can just happen it it can happen um it just depends on the view of like the lens you want to view things through 
So next we have the number uh, law nine, the law of relativity. Just because we're all connected does not mean we all live in the same physical reality. Yet still, no situation is good or bad. It's just up to up. It is just put up for com- comparison. It is best to keep our perspectives neutral and learn to be grateful without having the need to compare, which is kind of what I talked about earlier. Like everyone is, uh, I mean, even just from being spending some time on the internet, there's so many little pockets of community, culture, and almost like things that become normalized within certain groups of people, whether for good or for bad. Um, there's so much, so much out there. Like we are truly in an infinite universe. And if you can imagine it, it can be real either for better or for worse. And, um, you know, some, to someone who, you know, may be, to you, they are, you know, completely morally wrong. And to them, they are, you know, living their truth and what they believe to be, you know, a good and righteous person. That's, you know, it's open to interpretation and we're all individuals just having this collective experience and we really can't blame other people for the choices they make in their journey because they're making their choices based off of the experiences that experiences that they have had and even if you you know as siblings if you grew up in a very similar environment and you had very similar parallel experiences you're still going to have your own perspective and experience at the end of the day. Anyway, moving on to number 10, the law of polarity. Everything has a polar opposite, and learning this is part of the human experience. Take what did not work in a previous situation and apply new opposing methods in your next venture. Kind of speaks for itself. And number 11, the law of rhythm. Life is a never-ending cycle. It's important to embrace every moment and remember not to stretch the natural order of things. So I I'd like to do another episode of just kind of about this in the future about, um, you know, the afterlife and my beliefs on that kind of. But um, I don't know. I've never really been afraid of death or dying because, you know, as much as it can be overwhelming and scary to like lie awake at night and think about what's that going to be like because we can't really imagine it until we're experiencing it there's no point in being in fear about it because um you know you can't control what uh you know all you can do is control yourself (laughs) and your your emotions and thoughts and sometimes you can't control your emotions sometimes they just come up and they happen and you just have to experience it and feel it to kind of process it but um you know, like, everything is just a cycle, and I think rather than being limited in the belief that, you know, some people find comfort in thinking that when they die, it's just going to be nothing, and maybe it, it will be nothing for that person, or thinking about some kind of afterlife and what that would look like, but um, I think it's just kind of exciting that, you know, even though we don't know what to expect, and it, that can be kind of intimidating, it's also exciting because there's just so many potential uh, unlimited experiences for us to have. Like, you know, maybe you're a human on Earth right now, but then you could have another life where you're, I don't know, another alien species on another alien, 
another alien planet where you have a completely different life, completely different society, whatever. But that's exciting because, you know, there's no limit where we're like, all right, we've reached the end of the road. Now what? That's the thing because we're always chasing the next thing. And sometimes it's just good to just be where you're at and just kind of appreciate it for what it is, even if potentially your situation you know, can be difficult. Um, it, nothing has to stay the same because energy is always in motion and, you know, things always change for better or for worse. Sometimes we wish we could hold on to things, um, when things change and and we want to resist that because it's uncomfortable to kind of break out of our comfort zone, but we have to trust that everything happens for a reason. And when change comes, it's just because we've mastered that level and we're ready to move on to something else that we can learn from, which is kind of exciting. And last but not least, we have the law of gender, number 12. We're all made up of two genders, uh, or major types of energy, I should say, um, which are thought about easiest as masculine and feminine, and uh, we need to allow room for both energies to find a balance that suits you best. So, um, whether or not that's a person experiencing, you know, their choice of gender, um, and maybe it's not a choice, you know, sometimes you just know, (laughs) it's not, it's not like, uh, I choose to be this, or I choose to be that, um, it's a spectrum, and everyone is valid wherever they choose to fall on that, whether it's right in the middle, or to one side or the other, um, but those, uh, almost energetic, frequencies of masculine and feminine are also reflected back to us in you know the world around us so i've actually taken some notes uh, before making this podcast so i know my flow and like train of thought is not always easy to follow but i do appreciate all the feedback um so if you do have any feedback for me please definitely send me a message on Instagram at uh, lightbeanpodcast because I really appreciate that. Um, so I want to kind of talk about uh, the importance of understanding, or I already kind of talked about that, I guess. Um, the only thing we can control is our own choices, which can be really empowering, but also overwhelming and intimidating if we kind of, you know, have forgotten that because at least for me in experiencing challenging dynamics with family members, for example, um, we wish we could control other people because we may not understand where their choices are coming from, but we can't blame them. All we can do is control our own uh, choices and, and reactions to things. So if someone hurts us, it might be easy to want to hurt them back and make them feel the way they made you feel but at the same time that's not really going to help anything and if anything kill them with kindness you know or just take space you don't have to feed into that energy if it's not serving you um you know if you're able to do that but living your truth is the most important there's no reason to be um, deceiving unless you want to hurt others and And even if you are finding, you know, you want to lash out and hurt others, like, that's probably coming from some wound where someone made you feel like that, you know? Uh, You can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped, and they have to want it themselves. So as much as, you know, you wish your alcoholic father would go to therapy and, 
you know, heal his inner child so he doesn't take it out on you, um, you know, they have to want to do that. Or someone who doesn't realize that they might be, you know, harming or, or even just like being selfish in their feelings and, um, it's most often coming from a place of hurt, but, uh, it's really important to release our emotions in a healthy way and not cause harm to ourselves or others. And that can be really difficult because emotions can be so, so overwhelming and intense and, um, you know, it can cause people to do some really crazy things sometimes, you know, and we only have one body and it's really important for us to take care of that because that's what allows us to be here really um and have our soul experience this reality in in physicality but uh yeah i think by finding these healthy cope or you know finding healthier coping mechanisms to deal with these kinds of things and allow that energy to move through you rather than attaching to it um because i know for me i mean i mentioned before when I was in my most depressed state, like a part of me almost wanted to attach to the sadness and just believe that this is like, that's all that is, you know, just like, this is who I am. Like, I'm just sad. And, you know, this is always how it's going to be, which is not true. But, um, you know, finding healthy ways to move that energy through you, whether it's you know, exercising, going for a swim, walking, talking to a friend or a therapist or, um, you know, doing something creative uh, through some kind of artistic medium. Um, But, you know, we we don't want to take it out on other people because that's kind of like perpetuating the hurt. You know, by hurting someone else, it's not really going to help heal that wound within yourself. You're just kind of spreading that not so great feeling to other people, which, you know, they don't deserve it either, most of the time, (laughs) but, uh, being present through the discomfort is, um, knowing that, like, nothing is permanent, and just kind of allowing those feelings to move through, but asking ourselves, what can we learn from life's challenges, so, um, you know, why do people lie to make themselves feel safe, um, why do we hurt ourselves to feel like we have control why do we want to feel in control what's so scary and hard about surrendering sometimes that's the most overwhelming thing of all is not knowing what's on the other side but just kind of having blind face that faith that things are going to work out um for the best even if it means going through some difficult challenges um but having our having a strong sense of self-worth and understanding how special it is to be a unique individual and that no one else will ever know what it's like to be you exactly like you know you know you better than anyone and if you feel like you don't maybe it's important to spend some time figuring out what you like because sometimes you have to know what you don't like to figure out what you do like um but it's important to be our best selves and show up in the world to create a better world for everyone. And it doesn't take much to change the world. If we can change ourselves for the better, it doesn't take a huge gesture or a lot of money, but we often create from the subconscious unknowingly. 
so imagine the power that it brings out for, to bring the awareness to it and challenge the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves because that's the biggest thing most of the time we hold ourselves back and even though we are individuals having this collective experience um you know we can't it's overwhelming because there is a lot of you know really messed up horrible things in this world and it's easy to just go well like i'm just one person how am i going to change you know how am i going to help change that but i think you know changing our inner world can really reflect out outward so being starting with being kind to yourself um taking care of your body you know whether that's taking a shower washing your face brushing your teeth feeding it nutritious food getting some movement in spending time to do something that makes you feel happy um and then allowing that to reflect outwards by being kind to others or even just the way that you carry yourself inspiring others to live their lives in a a more fulfilling and uplifting way and knowing that we don't have to settle for something that doesn't really resonate what feels best to us because most of the time we hold ourselves back because we're afraid not because we're afraid to fail but most of the times we're afraid to succeed which is like strange I'm like well I'm not afraid to succeed I want to succeed but there's almost this idea of like well I don't know what succeeding would feel like and I'm just used to feeling this kind of I don't know stuck in between or just I don't know like we kind of forget that we don't have to just take what we're take what we're given you know we can transmute it into something more because we deserve to live in abundance of everything we just have to believe that we deserve it because intentions are our superpower so you know what you're what you put your intentions out there and bringing awareness to that and kind of um you know realizing that can be so so powerful so you know even if if this makes sense to you like oh i already know this stuff great but if not you know i'm just planting a seed so just you know take some time to think about what that means for you um you know when bad things happen to us sometimes we ask ourselves you know why did we create that situation for ourselves what can we take from that experience to grow you know sometimes when bad things happen to us we just go oh bad things just keep happening to me like that's so crazy you know i don't know but usually it's for a reason and it's because the universe is trying to tell us something um but we might be repressing or ignoring these patterns that keep reappearing but there is no perfect place of balance between, uh, you know, having a very uplifting, you know, moment. Or even just when you feel in your life, you're just really on top of things. And then, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and things are just kind of like piling up and you feel kind of out of control. There's no perfect balance between navigating all of this. It's just navigating like i said to to the best of our abilities and be gentle on ourselves for the choices and the choices that we made to just survive really and get through it um because sometimes we do hurtful things to ourselves or to others and 
to be able to find forgiveness in that and move forward and just kind of be grateful for the lesson that it was and that what it taught us um, can really allow us to transmute that and not be stuck in in that spot in our lives, you know? Because um, we can stay on one level where we choose to level up and even if it's difficult, it takes time and with practice we can get better and master that level and then step up to take the next one so it's like in a video game you know when you level up it's more challenging than the level before but then with time and practice you get better then you beat that level and then you go up to the next one so it's kind of like that in life with these challenges and um and by bringing our awareness to it we can take time to reflect and you know just be grateful for the process of the journey because even healing it's not linear you know you may think you're over something but then it comes up again and you're like whoa I thought I was over this like I feel really triggered right now but there's probably just still something that we you know haven't a lesson that we still haven't learned from that situation or that we're still working through but uh I find practicing gratitude and appreciation, taking time to be thankful for what you already have, creates room for more. And letting go of what doesn't serve you anymore, but being thankful for its purpose, even if it's temporary, can be so helpful. And, you know, even if your situation is really difficult and you're like, man, I feel really stuck and you know, just nothing is going right for me. I feel like I don't have anything to be grateful for. Like, you you do, you know, you just have to sit with it. And even if it's something small, like, I have clean water to drink. And I am grateful that I have lungs that can give me fresh air to fuel my body. And I'm thankful that I have hands, you know, to hold things. Or something as simple as that. I'm thankful to have food in the fridge. I'm thankful to have running water. I'm thankful to have the supportive friends and family that I have. I'm thankful for my two cute little boys, you know, my cats. And or I'm just thankful that the sun is shining today, that it's not raining. There's so many little things that we can find gratitude, <clears throat> excuse me, and appreciation for. Um and that just puts that out there into the universe that you're you want more to be grateful for. Because if you're like if you're constantly looking on the negative side of like, oh, things never work out for me, you know, it's just struggle after struggle, the universe is saying, okay, you know, things never work out for you, yeah, things never work out for you, and that's what you're putting out there, so it can be a lot, because when you have that reflection, you're like, wow, I can really see how I, you know, sabotaged myself in a way where I just didn't know any better, but that's where you have to find compassion and forgiveness for yourself, you didn't know any better at the time and you did the best that you could with what you had and now that you know better that's that's awesome because you can take the, the the next step to the next level you know um so i'd like to kind of talk about the suitcase analogy <laughs> i talked about this with my friends a little bit but when we you know um choose not to uh Um, what am I trying to say? When we choose not to, um, acknowledge what we can let go of, um, how it can affect us. So I'll just get into it. If you're packing for a trip and you bring everything that's important to you in that suitcase, but the things that you won't need for a trip, but just you feel safer having all of your important belongings with you. 
and you discover some amazing souvenirs that you want to bring home to show your friends and you have to choose what's important to you there's only so much room in your bag do you let go of the things that you hardly ever use you know if you've got your childhood blanket inside and you loved it as a kid but now it's just nostalgic can you give it to another child so they can enjoy it or do you leave it you know balled up in the corner of your suitcase gathering dust and sand and taking up space that could be used for something new and exciting that you could actually use every day it can be like that with our emotions as well it's okay to enjoy that blanket but we can also recognize when it no longer serves us and it had its purpose and it's time but now it's time to let go and move on to enjoy something else so if we choose to ignore the challenges that come up in our lives and just make the easy decisions even if it's not necessarily the right thing instead of the difficult decisions and choosing the right thing even if it's not that easy um, it's like instead of tidying up your room you shove everything under your bed your room looks great but one day when you go to put something else under your bed there's not going to be any more room and the junk under there doesn't just magically put itself away it stays there until we're ready to deal with it or it just starts spilling over whether or not we're ready to face it sometimes it just becomes unavoidable and because we've ignored it for so long it's much easier to clean your room a little bit each day than tackle a disaster but sometimes we have to tackle the disaster because we have no other choice giving up is not an option you can only run for so long until you get tired and things will catch up to you but just trust that you have the strength to deal with any challenge that you face um and it's important to take some time for self-reflection to appreciate how far you've come in your journey you know and just be grateful (laughs) really Uh, it can be easy to pin how we feel as the fault of others you know you made me feel this way as as opposed to taking accountability it's not easy and it's not fun but sometimes it just needs to be done to move forward and it's no one else's mess but your own it takes strength to want to be better but it's something we're all capable of and taking time to really bring awareness and notice what triggers come up and what makes you feel angry or upset or unheard or uncomfortable unseen sad annoyed and and you don't like feeling like that remind yourself in that moment that you can choose something else if you don't like how you feel around certain people or when you're consuming content or when you're at work pay attention to how it is making you feel and just remember that you can change that if you choose you know you have the power over that situation you know you may feel limited like oh i need this job to pay the bills um or i need this person in my life because they support me in other ways but you're also by settling for that you're also putting out that energy that you know that that you are settling and i'm just i want to remind you that you deserve more if you feel like um you know it served you for a time but now you don't you're noticing that every time you spend time around this person they're they're putting you down or you just don't feel seen or heard um or frustrated um that you can choose something different and you can still be grateful for the time that you had you know and what you learned from it because now you're you have excuse me you have the awareness to know that it's time to take the next step and and move forward 
uh, you know, if you get every red light on the way to work and it's bothering you that you're going to be late and maybe use that opportunity instead to practice gratitude. Maybe it's a sign from the universe to slow down. You will reach your destination safely rather than getting frustrated and perpetuating that feeling of rushing and acting out of impulse, doing something unsafe you might regret later, you know, like passing cars to get there faster just to get in a head-on collision. Um, I don't know about you, but I'd rather be late and alive than rush and be dead from a stupid little mistake. So take a deep breath and be thankful that you have a car or a job to drive to and, and, you know, maybe the next day you can say, okay, I'm just going to leave a little bit sooner because I don't like feeling like this. Um, the things that you say to yourself really matter as well. So be kind and patient as you navigate these challenges. And remember that you don't have to go back to the way things used to be. And if you want to be a new, better version of yourself, don't attach your identity to those feelings because then it gives those feelings power over you when you are more powerful. You just have forgotten. You just might have forgotten. And saying that that's just the way things are is not an excuse. And they can, if they can be one way, they can also be anything else too. We are infinite beings having a human experience. So look around and see all of we, all that we have created in the last hundred years. Even my grandfather didn't even know what a camera was until he was in his seventies. And if we can create all of this societally and all these huge industries, like even if I think about this a lot when I'm driving and I see all the the architecture that we've created and you know just everything if we can create this we can create something even better like we humans are capable of so much if you see these huge buildings or you know just how much has been done in the last 100 years like we went literally went from hunter gatherers to being able to sit at our in our home and just order food directly to our door from our phones in you know 100 years that's crazy and if we can if we can do that and you know create the society like it's obviously not serving everyone but if we can create something as big as this obviously we can create something else that serves everyone um and if we do it from a conscious place of awareness and for the intention of the highest good of all we are capable of more than what we give ourselves credit for So, be thankful for all the challenges that made you stronger. Not that anyone deserves to go through suffering, but there's always a reason for it. Even if the moments that felt like it would last forever and it was so uncomfortable, you thought you were never going to get out of it, it got you to where you are today. And we all have the ability to choose and create. No one else can do that for us, even if we forget sometimes. There are so many distractions and sometimes you really need to sit and think about what's important to you. There's only one you and no one else will ever know what it's like to have the experiences that you've had or will have. No one else can tell you how to feel. No one else can understand your thought process or internal dialogue. Do not live your life for anyone else. If everyone else chose their experiences from a place of conscious awareness, who are we to judge anyone else, you know? you don't know the reasons behind why that person made the choices that they did and that's okay we don't have to attach to that some people would choose things you would never choose for or even entertain and you don't have to know the reason behind it because 
that's their free will. When people we love make choices that can be harmful, we have to remember as much as we love and support them, it is their life and they get to choose how they live, even if that means you need to change your boundaries or even if that means you never talk to them again. You can still have love for them and wish them healing from a distance and understanding why someone does what they do can help us have empathy for them and see the bigger picture of maybe why they make the choices they do but it doesn't excuse their behavior and if it's affecting those around them negatively especially if we take on these people's emotions and we can't hold space for our own we can definitely hold space for them to express and share those feelings but we need to remember that their feelings are not ours so I know today's episode is going to be a little shorter than previous episodes, but I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any feedback for me, definitely let me know. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a a review or um, send me a message on Instagram at the light bean podcast follow me there because I will definitely be updating when a new episode comes out. Um, I don't have any particular posting schedule at this time because I'm just, I want to create these podcasts from a place of feeling inspired. I don't want to just pump out episodes for the sake of doing episodes. And uh, my goal is to really just help inspire and motivate other people to live their best lives as well and kind of learn from my experiences if I can. Um, But thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me on the next episode of the Light Bean Podcast. I hope you have an amazing day, and remember that we're all in this together, and you're never alone. Thank you.